Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Psalm 82. A Psalm of Asaph. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Well, good morning, everyone that's uh, located in the United States and the Canada regions of the world and in any other regions of the world where it is the morning. Shalom, hello, or peace. My name is Kennard. I'm your host for the Merciful Servants of God Biblical Instructional Program. We're going to get right into the topic of these Bible studies about the horrendous earthquake of Nepal, what happened there uh, in uh, South Asia. And according to my news sources, uh, quite a few people have died, unfortunately. Uh, according to, I'm looking at Wikipedia here, um, based on what has happened here, uh, is, is, is whatever these things happen is not something that uh, is a pleasant thing, and it's just it's just so unfortunate that this happened, but there's a reason why it didn't happen, ladies and gentlemen, and, you know, God is, is not in the business of having horrifying earthquakes occurring, the uh, Naples earthquake here, but it's, it happened uh, April 25th, and according to this article in Nepal, at least 6,700 people have died so far. Uh, as of May 1st, 2015. And so, this horrendous earthquake that happened in Nepal, in the South Asian region of the world, is certainly along the lines of the end-time earthquakes that the Messiah predicted that would occur. So, uh, we must pray and have mercy on the people. I'm aware that there are pagan artifacts and shrines there, and certainly he has allowed that to occur because of that. But again, we, we have to understand that he's merciful. 
and uh, he does not take <clears throat> death in a does not take pleasure in the death of the wicked. Let's look at that scripture in Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 18. Ezekiel chapter 18. As a matter of fact, this is a, a good chapter to study, to understand that uh, when Yeshua states in Matthew chapter 24, he who overcomes uh, shall be saved. Okay, so... <laughs> We have to continue to, to do righteousness. And for those who are listening to me first, and what are you talking about, do do righteousness? We don't have to do righteousness. We're under grace. We're saved. Ah, well, you need to take a look at uh, James chapter 14, all the way, not James chapter 14, James chapter 2, starting in verse 14, and read it all the way to the end of the cha- uh, chapter to understand that faith or trust must have works. If you don't have works, uh, God is not going to be able to judge you and reward you according to your works. And so you have to have works, ladies and gentlemen, just like you work on your job. If you didn't work on your job, would you get paid? <laughs> no. I mean, you sign an agreement to work on your job, right? And if you do according to the agreement, what happens? You get paid, and you're able to pay your bills, right? Well, the same thing with God. Yes, even though people use the excuse, oh, well, Yeshua came or Jesus came, and he died on the cross, and and uh, we don't have to do anything because of that. That's ridiculous. No great being would, would sacrifice his life for his creation without expecting something back, folks, okay, in, in reference to what he did. All right, and all he respects back is for you, all he expects back is for you to respect him and to obey him. Any creator that has created expect you to worship them and expect you to obey them. That's just common sense, which, unfortunately, most people lack because they don't want to read the Bible. Because the Bible will give you common sense. It will give you wisdom. It will give you the ability to understand life's mysteries. If you just open it up and, as one person I remember very well would say, blow the dust off of it and read it. And I know that quite a few people that are listening to me have dust on their Bibles. Now, you may not have literal dust, but you have spiritual dust, the fact that you don't want to want to read it. So you need to pick that book up. That's the most important book in the world to read. <clears throat> and it should be on your priority list every day. But anyway, before I get into a Bible study about that topic, Ezekiel 18, verse 23 says, Have I any pleasure at all the wicked should die? And so God does not have any pleasure what happened at Nepal uh, this week. It says, have I any pleasure at all that the wicked should die, says the Lord God, and not that he should return from his ways and live. And so that, that's very important to understand, ladies and gentlemen. So when these things happen, quick at Nepal, Let's not say, yeah, yeah, you know, those wicked people got destroyed. We shouldn't feel that way because Yah or God does not take pleasure at all in the death of the wicked. So I just want to emphasize that. And, yes, what has occurred here is is confirming only what Yeshua stated in, in Matthew chapter 24. Let's read that, Matthew chapter 24. Verse 7, he says, 
for tribes or families shall rise against tribes or families. The word nation should be translated family or tribes. And kingdom against kingdom. Let's focus on that family and tribe against tribe. I, I really don't think people really understand that Yeshua prophesied that there would be family strife. There would be uh, people not getting along even in their own families. And it's not just talking about physical families, spiritual families. And so this prophecy is is really talking about uh, strife among your own people. And that certainly is going on as I'm speaking in, in churches and in families and in communities and neighborhoods all over the place. Then kingdom against kingdom. Of course, that's referring to nations and countries against countries. And there's and nations against nations. And, and there shall be famines. And famines can be economic famines. Also, famines that consist of not having enough food, which a vast majority of the population in the world are struggling with that. And pestilences, of course, when you don't have food, then what happens? Your immune system breaks down, and then you start having diseases. And then the topic of this Bible study, earthquakes in various places. So all these things are going to happen around the world. Certainly the earthquakes are happening around the world. I just did some research before this, the preparation for this program, and it's, it's pretty interesting. The top ten earthquakes to occur in, uh, in in history, and the ten deadliest earthquakes in history. Uh, this can be found on NBCNews.com. Just do a Google search, and what's interesting is that six sixty percent of the earthquakes, the top ten earthquakes. And history have occurred in the 20th and the 21st century. Let me underscore and repeat that again. The 60% of the deadliest earthquakes in history have occurred in the 20th and 21st centuries. Uh, let me just name all the earthquakes here. Um, in Shinsai, China, January 23rd, 1556, magnitude about 8, about 830,000 deaths. Number two, Tangshan, China. This was uh, in the 20th century, July 27, 1976. Magnitude 7.5 official casualty figure is 255,000 deaths. Estimated death toll as high as 655,000. Or, or Lipo, Syria, August 9, 1138. Magnitude not known, about 230,000 deaths. Indonesia. The earthquake in Indonesia. December 26, 2004. That's the second one. That's in uh, Actually, that's in the 21st century. The magnitude was 9.1 on the Richter scale. 9.1 on the Richter scale is 227,898 deaths. Next one. Haiti. January 12, 2010. That's, another, that's the third one, and that's in the 21st century. The magnitude was 7.0. According to official estimates, 222,570 people killed. Uh, a earthquake in Iran. Damn hang, I guess, in Iran. December 22nd, 856. Magnitude not known, about 200,000 deaths. Um, another earthquake in China. Haiyuan, China. December 16th, 1920. The magnitude is 7.8. About 200,000 deaths. Another one in the... Oh, actually, this is not another one. Or 
Yeah, this is another one in Iran. Artabil. This happened March 23rd, 893, the year 893. Magnitude not known, about 150,000 deaths. Pan, September 1st, this is another one in the, uh, the 20th or the 21st century. The September 1st, 1923, magnitude 7.9, 142,800 deaths. Uh, and then this is um, in Tur- Turkmenistan, October 5th, 1948. Uh, this is uh, located near the Middle East, 7.3 magnitude, 110,000 deaths. So you can see there's six out of the ten. Let me count them again. You have the one in uh, China on July 27, 1976, that's one. You have the one in Indonesia, December 26, 2004, that's two. You have the one in Haiti, January 12, 2010, that's three. You have the one in China, another one in China, uh, December 16, 1920, that's four, 200,000 deaths. You have the one in Japan, that's uh, September 1st, 1923, that's the fifth one. And then you have the sixth one in Turkmenistan, uh, October 5th, 1948. So there's that's six, six um of the largest earthquakes in history have happened in the 20th and 21st century. And so that that should tell you that we are certainly in the end times just based on that, just based on that that statistic there. And uh, and that's a pretty interesting statistic. And uh, it's going to get worse, ladies and gentlemen. He stated that, let's read this prophecy again. He states plainly that for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in various places. And so we shouldn't be surprised when these things happen. You may be asking the question, why did God allow the earthquake in Nepal? Why did he allow that? Well, turn to Isaiah chapter 59. Isaiah 59, verse 1, he states, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. Verse 2, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. And so he's not going to hear you, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't obey him. And in verse 3, for your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies, your tongue has muttered perverseness. Verse 4, none calls for justice, which means the majority, nor pleads for truth. And see, we're living in a society now where people, most people, don't embrace the truth and they don't plead for truth. What's the Hebrew word for truth? The Hebrew word for truth is shalfat, and it means to vindicate or punish, to govern, to avenge, to plead, to reason. Not, not, none pleads and reason for truth. They don't govern for truth. They don't vindicate or punish for truth. They don't judge for truth. They don't want truth. (laughs) They trust instead, as the scripture states, in vanity, meaningless, and they speak lies. They conceive mischief, and they bring forth iniquity, which is continued sin, that they they know that it's sin, and they continue to want to do it. And so that's the kind of society that we live in today, ladies and gentlemen. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Uh, he, he told the prophet Ezekiel, uh, 
for following, and and I and I understand what he's going through because I preach the message out the Bible, and most people don't want to hear it. Ezekiel three verse one. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, thou findest eat this roll and go speak unto the house of Israel, the house of Israel's is all the twelve tribes, not just the Jews. If you don't understand what I just said, please go to www.britaam.org and enlighten yourself and, and unbrainwash yourself so that you can understand who the 12 tribes are. The um, Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, he prophesied in Genesis chapter 49 the identification of each of those tribes. And so he gives specific details. He and also Moses. In Deuteronomy chapter 33 and 32 to help you identify who Israel is today. And those, those is Israelitish nations today is not just Israel in the Middle East. Uh, the little country of Israel in the Middle East was also all the rest of those tribes. And it's so important because it's one of the, the, the things that uh, is, are significant in the end time, one of the char- characteristics of the end times. And so that's why I talk about it so much in my program. You need to understand and identify who those tribes are to properly understand the Bible prophecies. And so when it talks about the House of Israel, it's certainly talking about the United States and the British Commonwealth of Nations, along with the Jews. In verse 2, And so I opened my mouth, and he caused me to eat that roll. And he said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat, and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. And he said unto me, Son of man, go get thee into the house of Israel, and speak with my words unto them. And I I do this on this program. I I try to do what Ezekiel did, is is to speak and tell my people what's going to happen in the future. And I use the Bible prophecies that have already been written to warn people, but they don't listen. Most of them don't listen. Uh, He says, then... Did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. In verse 4, and he said unto me, Son of man, go and get thee into the house of Israel and speak with my words. See, and most people, they speak with their own words when they do false prophecy, but he's telling true preachers to preach with his words. All right, verse 5. For thou art not sent to a people of a strange speech and of a hard language, but the house of Israel. Not to many people of a strange speech and of a hard language whose words you can't understand, surely, had I sent thee to them, they would have hearkened unto thee, which proves that he has not been trying to save the world right now, ladies and gentlemen. That's another false doctrine. Uh, hold your place here. Let's turn to Psalm 147. Psalm 147. Psalm 147. And let's go to verse 19. He shows his word to Jacob, those ten tribes again, those twelve tribes, rather, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. Verse 20, he has not dealt so with any nation. As for his judgments, they have not known them. And so he has revealed himself to us first. And and, 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 and then after Yeshua went to heaven, what happened? Then the nations. Then the nations. And so he's trying to do that right now, but his true gospel is not going out around the world right now for everyone to hear it. It will in the future, though. But anyway, verse 7, But the house of Israel will not hearken unto me, for they will not hearken unto me. He said, will not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are, are impotent, 
and hard-hearted or impudent. And see, that that is a very significant statement. And let me read this in a better English uh, version than the King James as far as clarity. Ezekiel 3, verse 7, But the house of Israel will not listen to you and obey you, since they will not listen to me and obey me. Now he's saying this is the majority, the majority of Americans, the majority of Canadians, the majority of Britons, the majority of Jews in the Middle East, the majority of people in Northwestern Europe will not listen. They will not listen to God. They won't listen to someone who's preaching the truth like myself and a few others. They won't listen. It says, for all the house of Israel have a stubborn heart, impudent and stubborn of heart. And this is a significant scripture that hardly anyone cares about or understands. But it's true. Stiff-necked. Kozok in Hebrew. Impudent, that's what it means. And that is a very significant scripture. The majority of our people don't care. They just don't care. They only care when a hurricane comes or, or some great catastrophe comes, and then they start caring. Anyway, you, you're talking about earthquakes. Here's a one earthquake that we all better be concerned about in Revelation chapter 16. Revelation chapter 16, verse 18. This is the... This is going to be the largest earthquake ever recorded in the history of mankind. Revelation 16, verse 18, And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. In verse 19, And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And so when this earthquake occurs, all cities will be destroyed. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And verse 20, and every island fled away. And so this earthquake is going to destroy all cities, all islands, and all mountains. And so that is the earthquake that's coming, ladies and gentlemen. Verse 20, and every island fled, and, and the mountains were not found. Verse 21, there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven. Every stone about the weight of a talent, and men blaspheming God. They dare blaspheming God because of the plague of the hell. And then blaspheme means they speak evil of God because of the plague of the hell. Plague thereof was exceeding great. And what is described here is the last vial thrown out upon the earth before the Messiah comes back and lands his mighty feet on the Mount of Olives. In Revelation 16, verse 16, it states, And he gathered them into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon, verse 17. And the seven angel poured out his vial into the air. And there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven, saying, On the throne, It is done. And so we all know when it's done, when we have this great earthquake that has never occurred in the history of the world occur, if we are fortunate to be alive at this juncture. In Haggai chapter 2, verse 5 to 8, let's turn there. You know, that's a prophet that hardly anyone turns to, but, you know, I turn to it, and you should too. Haggai chapter 2, verse 5 to 8. 
The word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remains among you, fear ye not. For thus says the Lord of hosts, yet once it a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord of hosts. So that's what will happen in the future. The whole world will be shook. In Isaiah chapter 24, you're talking about this little earthquake. Uh, Isaiah chapter 24 tells you a lot worse is going to happen. Isaiah 24 verse 1, Behold, the Lord makes the earth empty and maketh it waste, and turneth it upside down and scattereth abroad the inhabitants thereof. And it shall be as with the people, so with the priest, as with the servant, so with the master, as with the maid, so with her mistress, as with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the lender, so with the borrower, as with the taker of interest or usury, so with the giver of interest to him. Verse 3, the land shall be utterly emptied and utterly spoiled, for the Lord has spoken this word. It's not Canard speaking. It's God in this Bible. And all I'm doing is telling you what he's saying. Verse 4, the earth mourns and fades away. The world languishes and fades away. The haughty people, the arrogant people of the earth do language. For those who are arrogant, you will be destroyed if you don't repent. Verse 5, the earth also is defiled, decayed under the inhabitants there, because they have transgressed the laws, the Torahs, the instructions and doctrines of God. They've changed the ordinance, broken the everlasting covenant. Verse 6, therefore have the curse devoured the earth, and they that dwell therein are desolate. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and few men left. That's where we're going, ladies and gentlemen, because human beings, majority of them, do not want to obey God. They don't care. And so God's not going to care either. All right? And this is a significant scripture right here in James. Most people don't understand this. Most people don't understand this, but... uh, it's in the Bible for a reason, about mercy. Everybody wants to have mercy. Everybody wants God to have mercy on them. However, he says this about mercy, and we have to understand this. For he shall have judgment without mercy that shows no mercy. Okay? And so we better all learn how to have compassion toward one another for God to have compassion toward us. And so that that's the lesson that that people must understand. We all want his mercy. And God will have mercy on the inhabitants of Nepal. But what has happened there is a result of sin. And Earthquakes, famines, pestilences, wars will continue all the way up until the return of Messiah, of Yeshua, or commonly known as Jesus Christ. And so we we have to to look at these things and and realize Job 9, verse 5 to 6, it says, God who removes the mountains, and they know it not when he overturns them in his anger, who shakes the earth out of his place. And the pillars of it tremble. That's God doing that. God is responsible for doing that mighty deed. And so we we have to 
look at these things and we whenever these things occur we have to understand that God is just letting you know that he knows what's going on and he's not pleased and he wants people to repent ladies and gentlemen that's why he does these things that's why he allows these things not because he takes pleasure in the death of the wicked but because he wants you to repent he wants me to repent Habakkuk 3 verse 6 he stood and measured the earth he beheld and drove asunder the nations and the everlasting mountains were scattered the perpetual hills did bow his ways everlasting and so ladies and gentlemen let's learn this lesson let's repent those who are listening to me for the first time continue to listen to this program repent read your bible the bible will change your life may the great yah bless and keep you and god willing i'll be available to you next week shalom malachi chapter four for behold the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.